0: previously on the Baseball Fanatic Podcast. Shohei Ohtani. I don't know if I've ever made my feelings on Shohei Ohtani known on this podcast. I, for one, firmly believe that he should not have been the American League MVP last year. It should have been Vladimir Guerrero Jr. Vladimir Guerrero Jr. was hands down far away the better hitter in the reason the Shohei won MVP is because he was a good hitter and a somewhat decent pitcher. Um, he is the Angels' ace because they don't have pitching. He would not be an ace on the majority of the other teams in baseball. There are a majority of teams that have guys on their roster who should only spend their career with that one team because they are that team. Like Charlie Blackman with the Rockies, with the Yankees, it was Brett Gardner. They should have re-signed him. Even if he doesn't play every day, he should still be on the roster because he he is that team. Um, The Dodgers played with Kershaw. Paul Goldschmidt probably should stay with the Diamondbacks, even though they're garbage. (laughs) He's not garbage, but he was a Diamondback. Uh, Albert Pujols with the Cardinals when he left with the Angels he should have stayed with the Cardinals of course now full circle he's back with the Cardinals um, and spending the last year or two of his career with the Cardinals but he was a guy that should have stayed with the Cardinals Freddie Freeman a guy that should have stayed with the Braves for the entirety of his career and in no way should he be on the Dodgers right now in no world Should that be a thing? He should still be an Atlanta Brave, but he's not. Here's my fastball. See if you can hit it. Oh, there it goes. 180 feet. What is up, ladies and gentlemen? We are back. We are back. We are back. It is Monday, August the 1st, and we are back. want to welcome everyone into the Baseball Fanatic Podcast, episode number 26, and we have got a packed week of baseball this week. Thank you for joining us today. My name is Troy. I will be your host on this journey. And you can find this podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Audible, iHeart, Stitcher. Anywhere you can find a podcast, you can find this podcast. And make sure you follow the show on those podcast services of your choice. That way you can be notified when an episode drops. And follow the show on social media as well on the TikToks and the Twitters. Just go to either of those Search for the Baseball Fanatic Podcast. The profile picture is the logo for the show, and make sure you hit follow on those so you can keep up to date with my live reactions to things and the show's goings-ons and so forth. But we are going to jump right into it and look back at the weekend series that we covered on Thursday's episode. only did one over this past weekend. It was the Mariners at the Astros. I predicted the Astros to take that series three games to win one, and ladies and gentlemen I was right even a blind squirrel finds a nut every now and then the Astros did in fact take that series three games to one but well not but because I guess the Astros came out of it on top but the Mariners came out with a little bit more bad news than I guess they wanted Than they definitely wanted their best offensive player Julio Rodriguez rookie sensation uh, is making his way to the injured list after being hit by a pitch in the wrist x-rays were negative but he is on the 10-day il so it'll be about a week week and a half before we see him again hopefully he will be okay because uh he's he's one of the young stars in the game. He's already made a name for himself in his young career and hopefully uh that he will be okay after being hit by a pitch and it won't hinder him in any way whenever he comes back and he can continue on his path to the American League Rookie of the Year Award. And that brings us to our midweek series that we are going to look forward to this week. Got four of them for you. Over the midweek and that is also not to forget about looking forward to the trade deadline tomorrow But we're more on that a little bit later in the show first series We have to look forward to a National League East division matchup the Phillies at the Braves for some reason It's a two-game series. I don't get that. I don't understand the scheduling for most of this year Um, but it is a two-game set starts tomorrow goes through Wednesday Um, Since it's a two-game set, I do have it being a split. It's in Atlanta. The Phillies did take the series last week against the Braves in Philadelphia, uh, but this one is in Atlanta. Um, I do have this one going to a split. The Braves are the better team, uh, top to bottom, better than the Phillies. Uh, We'll have to wait and see what either team will do come the trade deadline. The Phillies have already made one move um, that, again, something we'll talk about later that, doesn't make no sense to me in the slightest, but uh, Braves have yet to do anything, uh, it trade noteworthy. Um, so we'll see what both of those teams do, uh, by the deadline tomorrow. Next series we have to look at is the Blue Jays at the Rays, uh, an American League East Division matchup, another two game set. Again, makes no sense to me. I have the Blue Jays taking this one two games to none. The Rays probably have the better pitching uh, as far as the rotation goes, but the Blue Jays definitely have the better offense, and uh, I've got the Blue Jays taking this one two games to none. I think the Blue Jays are the better team top to bottom. Um, Like I said, Rays have better pitching, but that doesn't mean that the Blue Jays' pitching is bad. It's just not as good as the Rays, and I think the Blue Jays – are the better team and i have them taking this two game set two games to none next series we have to look at is the dodgers at the giants a national league west division matchup the giants have pretty much been been coming back to earth of late um and holding down that number three spot in the national league west which is probably where they will end their season on the outside looking in at the playoffs and i have the dodgers taking this series three games to one the dodgers are one of the three best teams in the national league west and uh i they're gonna take care of the dodgers they're gonna handle the dodgers i'm sorry they're gonna handle the giants they are the dodgers they're gonna handle the giants and uh take care of their business and do what they do best and that's win baseball games any way they know how trey turner's on fire of late freddie freeman is making his run for another national league mvp he's just got some guy named paul goldschmidt to contend with Um, but the dodgers take this series three games to one and last but not least an american league matchup not a division matchup but uh, just two American League teams that are currently contenders, one of them more so than the other, and that is the Mariners at the Yankees. Uh, Mariners, like I said, Julio Rodriguez is going to miss this entire series. The Yankees have already added Ben Intendi to their lineup, and apparently Joey Gallo is on the block, so he might get moved. And I'm sure that the Yankees are not done yet with their trade deadline acquisitions. But I do have the Yankees sweeping this series. The Mariners are a quote-unquote contending team at the moment, but I do not see them as a playoff team in the long run because the American League East, I would say four out of the five teams in the American League East are better than the Mariners, if not all five. Um, So take that how you will. But the Yankees take this series, and they will, and they will sweep it. And that will lead us to our break, and we will be right back here on the Baseball Fanatic Podcast. And we are back here on the Baseball Fanatic Podcast. Just a couple of show notes before we go any further in the episode. Pitcher Power Rankings will be put off a week until next week just due to the trade deadline being this week and it being a busy week of baseball news and whatnot. So Pitcher Power Rankings will be next week for those of you that were looking forward to That And uh, that will bring us to our main segment of today's show, and that is covering the four major trades that have happened so far, uh, quote-unquote major trades that have happened so far in the Major League Baseball landscape. Uh, The first one we kind of touched on on Thursday's episode because it had already happened, but that was Benintendi to the Yankees. Um, So the return for Benintendi, the Royals got Chandler, Champlain, right-handed pitcher, right-handed pitcher Beck Way, and left-handed pitcher TJ Sykema. Probably not pronouncing that correctly, but um, those were the three guys that went back to the Royals, and they are now the Royals' 30th. 12th and 21st ranked prospects in that order. So Chandler Champlain is the Royals' 30th prospect. uh, Beckway the 12th and TJ Sikama the 21st as far as their top 30 prospects go. Um, So they got three pitchers in return for Benintendi. The Royals are a team that struggles to develop pitching and doesn't really understand how to develop pitching. And they're not the only team like that, especially not the only team in the American League. The Angels are another team that can't develop pitching and don't understand what pitching is. Um, So maybe getting these three guys from the Yankees will help in the long run for them as far as pitching goes. But uh, it's going to be a definite wait and see as they are prospects. But Benintendi, as a Yankee, I I still like that move for the Yankees. He's a a left-handed bat to hit in front of Aaron Judge to get on base. And Aaron Judge drive-in with home runs. Um, and as far as defensively in the outfield, he's, you know, he's he's solid. He's not the best, but he's solid. And he's not going to make, especially playing right field, which he most likely will do, he's not going to make any dumb mistakes. Um, so, having him in right field is, is going to be A-OK for the Yankees. And like I said, I don't think the Yankees are done yet because they are going to – look to continue to be the number one team as far as record goes in baseball. Um, So definitely keep an eye on the Yankees to see what they will do over the next, what is it, uh, 36 hours or so? No, 31 hours. I can't math. 31 hours. Um, And that will bring us to our next trade, Luis Castillo to the Mariners, one of the two trades that makes no sense to me whatsoever. Uh, And this one for more reasons than just one. Like I said earlier, the Mariners are – they may very well have a contending record right this moment and be in position for a wild card spot right this moment. But down the line, I don't see the Mariners being a playoff team. They haven't been in the playoffs since 2001. Not that that matters in 2022. But I I definitely see that streak continuing farther than this year because I – they, they got on a hot stretch going into the All-Star break, and they've been okay out of the All-Star break. Um, but they're just, in, in my opinion, they're just not a playoff team. So it makes no sense to me that they went after a guy like Luis Castillo. Um, but uh, in return for Luis Castillo, the Reds received right-handed pitchers Levi Stout and Andrew Moore. And infielders Noel V. Marte and Edwin Arroyo. So, those four guys, Levi Stout is now the Reds' 15th ranked prospect in their top 30. Andrew Moore is not ranked. Uh, Noel V. Marte is now the Reds' top prospect, and Edwin Arroyo is their 6th ranked prospect. Uh, So, the Reds fleeced the Mariners. Like, that return is just absolutely insane. And what the mariners gave up for luis castillo a middle of the rotation guy just that just made absolutely no sense to me whatsoever that was another the other aspect of the trade that made no sense to me he's luis castillo has is in the middle of a great year yes but he's injury prone and what he's doing right now that's not sustainable for him like he's a uh, uh his ceiling is a three hole starter and they just the, the mariners just gave up you know for prospects that automatically were inserted into the Reds' top 15 in their farm system. So hopefully that doesn't set the market for the rest of the deadline because otherwise Soto's probably not moving. Um, I already said early, uh, on Thursday's episode so that Shohei probably wasn't going to move, and if this is the market, he's definitely not going to move. So it just it made no sense to me. It was an overpay and a half. And uh, I, I just I don't understand the Mariners' thought process in that one. But the next trade, uh, Tyler Naquin to the Mets. Uh, Tyler Naquin, along with left-handed pitcher Philip Deal, went to the New York Mets from the Reds for outfielder Hector Rodriguez and Acuna, but not the Acuna that you know, uh, right-handed pitcher jose acuna um so neither of those guys are ranked in the reds top 30 and uh i like the naquin. i like naquin to the mets um like i told y'all a, a, a few episodes ago tyler naquin was our random player of the episode he is my wife's favorite player in baseball um and I showed her the trade and her instant reaction was uh, I texted it to her and she texted back with the crying emojis and said, well, now he's never going to win a World Series. <laughs> um, but I do like the Naquin to the Mets. I think, he, I think he'll fit nicely up there in New York. He is a glove first outfielder. He's not a bad hitter. He's a decent hitter. Uh, he's not going to hit for much power. He's more of a, a – singles singles maybe some doubles here and there guy but he's a he's a he's a definitely a glove first outfielder with a cannon of an arm um, he his arm is always underrated in video games dude's got a cannon you do not run on Tyler Naquin. Um, and the Mets definitely needed some help in their outfield defensively, and now they have it with Tyler Naquin. And that brings us to our last trade, the second of the two trades that absolutely made zero sense to me, and this one made even less sense than zero. Um, JoJo Romero to the Cardinals uh, because the Cardinals won this trade hands down. I don't even think either of the guys have played yet for either team that they've gone to but the Cardinals won this trade and there is no convincing me otherwise. The Phillies got Edmundo Sosa (sighs) for Jojo Romero. As you now know, I am a Phillies fan and this trade makes no sense to me whatsoever. Jojo Romero is in the midst of a down year. He's been dealing with some injuries. Uh, His ERA is like 7.5 or something but that's not who JoJo Romero is. When Jojo Romero is healthy, he's, you know, a, a a high-end reliever. He's he's a back end of the bullpen guy. And the Phillies are just like, nah, we want Edmundo Sosa. Edmundo Sosa. A glove-only shortstop, because apparently some some around the Phillies organization, and by that I mean some Phillies fans think that we're going to move Didi Gregorius and that Edmundo Sosa is an upgrade over Didi Gregorius uh maybe defensively but good god the offensive production is just going to take a nosedive hopefully Edmundo Sosa is only used as a late inning defensive replacement and if the Phillies do move D.D. Gregorius, they'll move Bryson Stott to short because G- G- Gene Segura is due to come back here within the next week or two. And move Bryson Stott to short, Gene at second, obviously, and then Edmundo Sosa, a late, 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 late inning defensive replacement when there's no chance that he's going to come up to the plate because dude is just god-awful. I have no clue how he's gotten so many plate appearances over the past few years, like, it makes absolutely zero sense to me. He strikes out right about league average, walks way less than league average, home run rate way less than league average. He only has six home runs over his career. Uh, And uh, what else was it? His isolated power is way less than league average. Dude has no power whatsoever. He doesn't even have gap power. So, this this is just a trade that makes no sense to me whatsoever. I don't understand what Dave Dombrowski was doing when he did that. Hopefully he was drunk. Hopefully that's the way he can explain it. But it just it makes absolutely – especially with how bad the Phillies need pitching and bullpen help. Like, it just <sighs> makes no sense to me whatsoever. And I will never understand that trade. I don't care if Edmundo Sosa comes to the Phillies and hits 500 – With a 750 on base percentage and a 1250 slugging percentage. Like, this trade makes no sense to me whatsoever. But it is what it is. Move on. Trade deadline is tomorrow at 5 o'clock central, 6 o'clock eastern. Um, I will have a piece going out shortly after the deadline with my thoughts and opinions and grades to all of the major trades that happen. Um, starting, I guess, with Benintendi through whatever the last major trade of the deadline is. Um, So keep an eye out for that on lwosports.com, as well as all of my other writings on there. I will have uh, another piece going out later in the week after the deadline piece. But yeah, make sure you keep an eye out for that. That will bring us to our random player of the episode quiz. Today's random player of the episode comes to us from the Tampa Bay Rays. He's a 27-year-old outfielder. So far over his career, he has a line of 267, 343, 456 with 40 home runs and a 126 OPS+ this season his line is 253 313 419 with 12 home runs and a 112 ops plus uh fun little stat here that i also picked up for this one uh he leads baseball in times being caught stealing since the beginning of 2021 with 18. he's been caught stealing 18 times since the beginning of 2021. I need some Jane's Addiction playing in the background right now. Uh, In that time, he does have 40 stolen bases out of a potential 58, which gives him a stolen base success rate of 68.97%. To quote the great Brad Pitt, I pay you to get on first, not get picked off trying to steal second. Take that to heart, kid. Tampa Bay Rays, 27 years old, outfielder. His name is... Randy Rosarena. So if you guessed Randy Rosarena, congratulations. You are today's winner. Your prize, as always, a thumbs up. Good job. Congratulations. Make sure you join us on Thursday for our next episode of the Baseball Fanatic Podcast where we will review the rest of the trades that go down over the next 30-plus 30, 30 hours. And keep an eye out later on today, a new a new. The first episode of a new podcast will be dropping the Football Fanatic podcast about a month until the NFL season starts, and that gives me time to go through each individual division in the NFL one by one, starting today with the NFC North, giving my thoughts on those divisions, and also today I will be ranking the top 32 starting quarterbacks in the NFL. So make sure you check that out, the Football Fanatic Podcast. You can find that podcast as well as this podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Audible, iHeart, Stitcher. Anywhere you can find a podcast, you can find this podcast. So make sure you hit that follow button on your podcast service of choice so you can be notified when a new episode drops. Follow the show on Social medias, the TikToks and the Twitters, just drop a follow on those. Go to either of those, search for the Baseball Fanatic Podcast. The profile picture is the logo for the show. And on Twitter, my DMs is always open. So slide on into the, them DMs with your thoughts, questions, and concerns, and any conversations about baseball you would like to have. I will be more than happy to have that conversation with you and answer your questions on the show. And check out, again, lwosports.com for my writings. But until next time, peace, love, and rock and roll. I'm out. Bye.